And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Long time no talk, but we are back today on a special Saturday edition of Locked On Lightning. And on today's episode, we'll talk about the last game in which the Lightning played, in which they won 3 nothing over the Dallas Stars. Uh, we'll talk about everything that happened in that game, where, where that win leaves the Lightning uh, in the standings as well as to where they could possibly finish out the season. And we'll also be talking about just the incredible season that Victor Hedman uh, is having. Uh, it's just an incredible season. I don't think we talk enough about Victor Hedman on this show, believe it or not. But before we get into that, let's talk about today's presenting sponsor, and that is Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what day we're going to do it. We'll, we'll Maybe at the end of the episode, we'll figure out a day and time. Uh, so Locker Room is the live audio streaming app. Get in on the action this week. Once again, we will be doing a live show at some point. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We'll get into that. A little bit later on, we'll be discussing what that is exactly. If you're a regular listener of the show. You know what Locker Room is, um, and we we're, we're happy to announce that finally we are going to start doing some live shows here and there, especially when the playoffs start. Um, uh, and, and don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms because we will be having the notifications and the date and times, as well as the links uh, to the Locker Room app on our social media pages. So go to our Twitter account at LO underscore lightning, as well as our Instagram account at locked on underscore lightning for all the news and updates surrounding the show. Please go ahead as well to like, and subscribe to this podcast. We are available wherever podcasts are distributed, whether that is iTunes. Well, I, yeah, iTunes, uh, uh, Google Play, Spotify, of course, uh, Radio.com, which is now Odyssey. So go ahead and listen to us to wherever uh, you choose to listen to this podcast, as well as give us a like, a review. Uh, I believe only on iTunes. I believe so. If you could give us a review anywhere else, please go and give us one. Uh, really helps us uh, in spreading the word and growing the show even more as it's already blown up within the year that we've been coming to you about Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. So this last game that Tampa played against the Dallas Stars. Now, let me just start off. Now, I'm not going to do a stereotypical recap of this game where we're going to go goal by goal, period by period. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to change it up. It's been a hot minute since I've really come to talk to you guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I, I know I stated a couple weeks ago that we were going to start ramping up, but we did, and then, boom, this week kind of like – Life got in the way of certain things, uh, but we are back, and I, I promise you, what I really want to try to do uh, is 
I really want to do just like continuous shows where uh, we're just going to do, let's see how many days we could go, consecutive days we could go with doing a show. Um, so hopefully, you know, I'm recording this on May 1st, Saturday. So I definitely want to come to you tomorrow uh, to recap the Red Wings game. That would be great. So let me just start this, I guess, this light recap, if you want to call it that, by saying that the Lightning absolutely own the Dallas Stars. Now, after this 3-0 win against them, this uh, they, they threw six games in which these two teams played. Uh, and they have two more games they get to play against the Stars, which is great for the Lightning, as they are still trying to track down the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers. Um, how they, they, they just own them, you know, 10 points, 19 goals forced, as opposed to Dallas only being able to notch eight, which is wild to think about. Uh, and, and they only give up about a little, little over one goal per game against Dallas. So that shows that, you know, I think there was only one game this season in which I believe against the uh, Dallas Stars in which Vasilevsky did not play in. I'm not entirely sure right now at the time of this recording. I should know that. But anyway, so little background as to what uh, as to, you know, what where the Lightning were at at this point before they came into this game. Uh, Lightning were looking to to get their uh, to, to notch their playoff. You know, they just came off. Well, actually, no, they did not show off. They, they, they just came off a 7-4 win over Chicago. Uh, the Lightning did punch their ticket in that game to uh, to to the playoffs for the fourth consecutive year, which is surprising. You know, uh, I really thought the Lightning, their streak kind of was a little bit longer than that. I thought they were at least at five at this point. But, uh, I mean, you know, maybe it's just because they just have such a talented team and these guys have this, this core of guys. When I say this core of guys, I mean a majority of the players on this team. It seems like they have they have been with this with the with the Lightning for for five plus seasons now and have been as successful as they are now for five plus seasons. But I guess I, of course I was wrong. Uh, Dallas came into this one as well, trying to make some ground on that last playoff spot in the division. The way they played in this one, they were just completely outclassed. The Lightning uh, from the get go were just applying the pressure to Jake Ottinger, uh, young 22-year-old 20, goaltender for the Dallas Stars, who really uh, stood his ground for the most part. You know, if you really look at – if you want to really look at the goals and, and kind of argue in favor of Jake Ottinger and his performance, I mean, he really only gave up one bad goal. Well, really only one goal, really real goal in this game because he gave up that goal – to Palat, which was an absolute shot, a cannon that just completely exploded off his stick. Uh, and then you had the Blake Coleman penalty shot, which, you know, penalty shots, you know, as enjoyable as they are, in, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at them possibly being in a regular season game, especially in a season such as this, you never want a penalty shot to be the determining factor in a game, especially if this game was close and if, if the lightning were on the other side of this in which Vasilevsky gave up a, a go ahead penalty shot, uh, which I'd be very interested to see if the, the the refs would actually possibly call that if the the game was in a situation such as that. But this is why I have mixed feelings about the penalty shot. I mean it, it works out great for the lightning in this situation. They they get a two nothing 
they get a 2 nothing lead at this point after Blake Coleman, who, you know, it was interesting right before he started skating, Dave Randorf, uh, Bally Sports commentator, who we've had on this show before. And if you didn't listen to that episode, go ahead and listen to it. It was a great episode. I had such a blast talking with Dave, and he he is he was very adamant afterwards how how be, how much he wants to come back on the show. So we'll definitely get back, him back on here at some point. Hopefully, uh, if we could do it during the playoffs, I don't know if he's going to be swamped or not. But anyway, he teased it right before Coleman started skating in on Ottinger about how he, or actually it was Ingblom, um, Brian Ingblom. He actually said how you know Coleman's more of a shooter rather than a uh, a finesse dangler kind of guy. So it was it was interesting, and he he nailed the the nail right on the head that uh, you know Coleman didn't waste any time. He skated in, boom. Shot wrister to nothing lightning. So, yeah, I, I mean, the penalty shot definitely makes for a very exciting time throughout some games, and and I'm happy that we don't see it very often, which is why it is very special. Uh, but yeah, Ottinger played very well in this one, all things considered. Uh, he only gave up really one goal. I don't really count the Col- the Coleman penalty shot as really a goal against him. And then you have the empty netter at the end of the game from Braden Point. So, of course, you know. So, you know, all things considered, Jake Ottinger making a making a name for himself already, and you know he's he's been playing well from what we've seen thus far with him, uh, with the two goaltenders in Dallas going down. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he kind of turns it on to end the season, and, and Dallas sneaks into that last playoff spot. Uh, and that's definitely not the kind of guy that you definitely want to play against in the playoffs. So hopefully the Lightning don't run in Dallas uh, in the playoffs. So as we know, of course, Tampa did pick up the 3 nothing win to bring their points tally to 70 on the season. They now stand one point behind Florida and three behind Carolina. Vasilevsky also had uh, he also picked up his NHL leading 30th win and fifth shutout of the season. Uh, so if we look at the standings, let's take a look at the standings. So as it stands of today, May 1st, Carolina sits in first place with 73 points. Florida is right there behind them with 71 and Tampa is right on their heels at 70. And then you kind of have that last, uh, playoff spot for the last fourth, uh, spot in the division, Little battle between Nashville, Dallas, and Chicago. If I had to throw money on this one, I think really Dallas is the one that's really going to sneak into it last minute. I mean, Nashville's a very talented team, and trust me, they, they've played way better than I really expected them to, and I think a lot of other people expected them to. And then Chicago, of course, I mean, they're just playing with house money at this point because, I mean, they, they were really supposed to be terrible this year, and all the signs pointed to it, all things considering. If you looked at, you know, Jonathan Taves going down, uh, Patrick Kane really just doing it all, and then them not really having a goaltender. So uh, if you know, it's a good thing that the Lightning are where they are in the division right now because as it stands, the Lightning are probably going to play Florida in the first round of the playoffs, which is perfect is a perfect scenario for the Lightning and just for hockey in general, just because. Florida, yes, throughout the season has proven that they are the better team. Let's make no mistake about that. Having said that, I think a a Lightning team who is now very familiar with 
with Florida. And and mind you, they have, uh, I believe, two games left in the season. Yes, they have two games left against Florida. Uh, I believe it's the last two games of the season. And you also are going to be getting Nikita Kucherov back and possibly Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos is a little iffy at this point. Now, with, with the with the current you know updates that we keep getting on Stammer, saying it's a lower body injury, you know he's he's gone seven to ten days. I I honestly don't think the Lightning are going to get Stamkos back on the ice until Game One of the playoffs against Florida, and I think that's the smart thing to do. I don't think John Cooper is going to risk Stamkos getting hurt uh, by putting him in any regular season games, and that's the smart thing, really, when it comes down to it. And you saw it with them doing it in the playoffs last year. He wasn't going to risk getting Stamkos hurt unless it was really needed, and it was needed in that third game of the Stanley Cup Finals in which we all remember that memorable goal. So, really, you know, the Lightning are in a great spot. You know, ideally, I would have loved to have seen them take this division, and I and it is disappointing that they are going to finish in third, but really, you know, the top prize is, of course, the Stanley Cup and, and, and them winning that and repeating as champion. So that's really, you know, I, I think a lot of Lightning fans who are disappointed with where they are in the division and that really right now with less, you know, they really win out for the rest of the season. I think that they're going to finish and stay where they are in the standings, which is fine. Or if anything, they're going to flip-flop with Florida. I think that... um you know, Lightning fans who are disappointed by where they are right now should look at this and say, well, you know, at least they're going to get in and then, you know, at least they could build towards another cup run. So that that's something that Lightning fans can look at with a grain of salt. So we'll talk about other things. You know, we'll talk about the standings more. Uh, I definitely want to talk about Victor Hedman, just how valuable he has been to this team all year. There's still some talk about, you know, the Norris Trophy race not being unanimous for Victor Hedman, which I think is absolutely silly uh, at this point of the season. And if you look at what he's done, uh, he has really led the Lightning. He's had kind of what a, a kind of season that you normally see out of a guy like like John Carlson, you know, just kind of carrying the offensive payload for this team all season long, whether it's on the stat sheet or just kind of getting the puck cycling around the net. We'll talk all about that in just a little bit, but first let's talk about one of our sponsors on today's show, and that is Blue Nile. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at a fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 uh, creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have pr- produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement Mother's Day, which is right around the corner, people. So definitely look into that for you, the, the special lady who brought you into this world in your life or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and is fairly priced, so you can now give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so go find them now by searching the words 1010 only at BlueNile.com. All right, and we are back. Uh, We are going to talk about some Victor Hedman. 
you know, I, I don't think we talk about Victor Hedman enough on this show. Uh, believe it or not, I feel like every episode, and, and it's really a shame at this point that, especially at this point in the season where I feel like I have to come out on every episode, almost every episode, and talk, make the case basically for Victor Hedman being the Norris Trophy winner. And part of the reason is because I, I, I'm no small feat by Adam Fox, who was just having an incredible season. Let's make no mistake about it. I mean, the, the conversation, or I guess more importantly, or I guess better said, the debate for the Norris Trophy, um, you know, it is warranted through 50 games, and I'll just list out the stats. Through 50 games played by Adam Fox, uh, the Rangers defenseman, very young uh, Rangers defenseman, uh, 50 games played, five goals, 47 points, a plus-minus of plus 21. Uh, And if you look at Hedman, he's got, through 50 games, nine goals, 44 points, a plus-minus of seven. Now, I still think that Victor Hedman, even though, you know, if you – even after going over those stats, Victor Hedman has really, really been a huge part of this team this year. Uh, just not even not even going into his numbers, but I mean, it, obviously, for anyone that says that Victor or anyone that thinks otherwise in terms of the Norris Trophy race, if Victor Hedman is not the front runner. Or at least the shoo-in. I, I think Victor Hedman is the shoo-in to win the Norris Trophy. Um, then they clearly haven't been wa- haven't been watching a lot. And I think this really comes down to the fact that, well, you look at last season, Cal McCarr and Quinn Hughes took the NHL by storm and just lit the whole defenseman race on fire and are most definitely going to be in the Norris Trophy conversation for years to come. I mean, that's without a doubt a guarantee. Um, and we'll talk about that clearly in, when when it comes up. I think that's not a possibility this season. I think maybe next season or the season after. But and, – and, and that's why people are really hot on the Adam Fox train because a lot of people are high on these young defensemen. And when I say young defensemen, I mean guys that have literally broken into the league like – within the last couple of years. I mean, really, I, I mean, if you look at Adam Fox, he's only played 120 games and last season was his rookie year. So that, that tells you, um, but Victor Heidman, I mean, he, he does so much without the puck that you, you really can't measure on a stat sheet other than, you know, the, the great stat that I love to drop every now and then, and that is point shares. And if you've been a long time listener of the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So point shares, for those of you who don't exactly know what that is, point shares is an estimated number of points contributed by a player. So that doesn't just mean, obviously, the points that he has accumulated on the page, uh, on his stat sheet, and that means, you know, assisting goals. We're also discussing things he does uh, whether it's he's the third guy, the the first guy out of three to handle the puck, you know, so that third guy that would get, I guess, that honorable uh, assist on the stat sheet, but as well as the other things that he does, whether it's starting the rush or 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 cycling the puck, uh, stuff like that. So if you look at the Lightning 
and you look at their point shares. Now, of course, usually the goaltender on every team, not just the Lightning, the goaltender on every team is usually going to be the top dog for this, leading the team. Uh, so Vasilevsky has 9.3 points shared, and then Victor Hedman is right behind him at 7.0, where the next Lightning player that is af- that comes after that, that's a forward or a defenseman, is Braden Point, and he's 5.8. Now think about that. 5.8 points shared. And Braden Point, I mean, he is an incredible player. And and to kind of put this in per- perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, my, my voice is like not doing what I wanted to do today. But to kind of put that into perspective, now, like if I could actually find the the um <laughs> the, the the stat right now so if if I, i'm having like st- i'm struggling right now for you guys to to uh to find this so right now um the leader uh is Connor McDavid in point shares in the NHL and he's 10.51 so think about it Connor McDavid who is having an incredible season is the top dog 10.51 and Victor had been a defenseman a defenseman has seven now yeah the, you could make the argument well he has at least three and a half ahead of him and that's of course I mean that that's you know the the, the math is there but a defenseman and, and, a, and a big deal a big chunk of that has to do with Victor had been what he's been doing dating all the way back to last season and that is he is playing further up into the high slot in in the offensive zone. And this was something that dates all the way back to the Columbus series. And I think since then, it has really just turned on his offensive his offense product offensive production. And yes, in, in years past, Victor Hedman has has had better numbers. Uh with his with his points, with his goals. Um, now, uh, let me let's look at the numbers right now. So, Victor Hedman's career high in in goals was in the 2017-2018 season, in which he scored 17. Uh, his career high in points was in 2016-2017, where he had 72. Now, those are both off great offensive years. Uh, he. Only he won the Norris back in 27, 20, 27, 2017, 2018. Guys, I'm I, I apologize. I cannot talk today. But Victor Hedman, and, and I've also said this before. You know, to measure a player, what he means to a team, the only stat you really have to look at is point shares, and. You also have to look at, you know, you also have to watch some film. You just can't sit there and just blindly take the take the stat into consideration and just say, okay, end of the day, you know, that's it. Because he has the highest total, he, he's he's a good player. Now, you also got to look at how he plays and 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 how the team wins games. Let's also let's also you know remember in this argument, Victor Hedman has three overtime goals this year which brings him to seven for his career. 
which, I mean, he's tied with a ton of other players, but that's 89, 89th all time in overtime goals, which is crazy to think about for a defenseman. Now, when you think about offensive defensemen, I, you don't think of Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman is, is, is a two-way defenseman. Let's make no mistake about it. With him, I would say right now he is probably the best defensive blue liner in the entire NHL. I, I, there's probably a couple others that I could probably rattle off that are are up there in terms of just how well they play on play on the, on defense. Now, if if anyone ever comes up to you, Lightning fans, or if, if you're talking to a friend who is a fan of another team, or whatever the case may be, and they tell you, eh, I, I I don't think that Victor Hedman is a Norris Trophy shoe-in or should win the Norris Trophy this year. One of two things you should do. The first one, you should tell them that they should, they clearly haven't watched any, they haven't watched any Headman highlights this year or haven't watched any Lightning games. And then after that, proceed to show them what Headman does best. And that's not, setting up setting up the offensive zone or cycling the puck show them a highlight of Hedman going back on the on the breakaway and breaking it up cuz that's what he does best in and i i'm going to do some digging and i i i i'm sure there's a stat somewhere for this and 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 i know there's there's defensive point shares and there's there's offensive point shares but i want to see and I'm sure I could find it somewhere, but uh, goals saved in terms of defensive play and all that. Um, if you look, you know, it, it, he is probably the best player, best defenseman, at least in the NHL. That is just that is just something that is like second nature to him. Getting back on D, breaking up the the breakaway, the skater all alone after the lightning have, we've seen it this year. We've seen it last year, have countlessly turned over the puck in the neutral zone. And, and it's up to 77 to go back there and break it up where, you know, you also have a, a great <laughs> Vezina trophy caliber goaltender there in net. So that also helps. But um, to say that Victor Hedman doesn't deserve a hundred percent of the votes for the Norris trophy I, I think you're getting swept up in the Adam Fox hype was what I'm really trying to say. And I know I'm a little all over the place with that, with my argument today. But I've said it so many times on this show. I've, I've come on this show so many times to where I feel like we're, we're having the same conversation. The reason why I keep bringing it up is because if you look, if you listen to whether it's NBC, now, I mean, NBC Sports with the hockey is a whole nother show that I'm sure in the offseason, uh, my Locked On NHL co-hosts and I, Chris Masilli, will get into that at some point. Uh, if you've been a longtime listener of the show, uh, Chris and I are most notably how we got together was uh, we did uh, the two, I, I guess it was called the the Bromance Over Hockey segment, which we had like a three-part show, which Chris and I did like 
almost three hours of hockey content where we just gushed over everything. And I'm sure we'll do that at some point in the offseason as well. But that's definitely a topic we'll get to. But I, I see it all over the place, whether it's TSN's, the 31 and 31, uh, the 31 Thoughts podcast. I've seen it on the NBC Sports podcast uh, for hockey. I've seen I, I've heard it almost on every hockey podcast you could think of where people are so high on Adam Fox and, and some other players to be in the Norris Trophy, not only conversation, but to win the Norris Trophy, most notably Adam Fox. And it see, and all it is is the Adam Fox hype. And I would be shocked. I would actually really be shocked if Victor Hedman doesn't win the Norris Trophy because if you look at where the Lightning are in this season and what is what if they have had to overcome this season with Stamkos having his injury troubles, Kucherov being out the entire season, them not really playing up to the standards that we have set for them this season. Now, I, I still think the Lightning are a very, very talented team and skilled team, uh, even without Kucherov and Stamkos. But they would not be where they are today on May the 1st without Victor Hedman being there and doing what he does best. So that is something that, that the writers can, should very much consider when, get, when, when they do their votes for the, for the Norris Trophy once the season concludes. Now, I'm sure probably on the next episode, I will come to you with the same argument, with the same you know conversation at some point. Hopefully, not on the next episode. Hopefully, in a couple episodes. I would like to go at least a week without talking about this. I feel like it's either with, with Hedman or it's with Vasilevsky. And, and I feel like at this point in time that these two guys just should unanimously. I think, well, I think Vasilevsky, 100%. Is going to win the uh, the Vezina, 100%, without a doubt. Uh, and we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about another one of today's sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. You could lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. These bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet, our favorite flavor here on Locked on Lightning is the cookies and cream one. It was absolutely delicious. Built Bar sent us over a little care package to get us through the day, especially as gyms are opening and people are being more active. And, I mean, these things absolutely saved us during quarantine. So head on over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com, and let's talk about another one of our sponsors, and that is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Go throw some money on them Rays, baby. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on. The Kentucky Derby is back for the first leg of the Triple Crown. Can't wait to throw some money on that. I cannot wait. The Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, M NBA, and most importantly, NHL, as well as the UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online 
on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as the teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device, your cell phone. This is so easy to do. I do it on my cell phone all the time. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDON. That's Promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports experts. All right, just to wrap up the show, like I said, I really want to do as many days as possible in it in, in a row with this show, especially as the playoffs are right around the corner. Uh, the Lightning have a game today against the Red Wings. I fully expect, unless disaster strikes like we saw on that game a couple, I, I think over a little over a month ago, uh, I fully expect the Lightning to to go out there and completely dominate the Red Wings. Uh, unless I, I I would imagine that John Cooper is going to have Vasilevsky in net since the Lightning had the the day off yesterday. Um, I think that from now until the regular season is over, I really don't see a reason as to why. Curtis McElhinney will get a start in net. Um, listen, I, I mean, last season, Curtis McElhinney was solid, but I don't think, I don't think it's, especially at this point in the season, I don't think you should, uh, you should be taking Vas, you should be taking stat starts away from Vasilevsky so you could get McElhinney started or kind of get him in a groove. He's just been, he's been very shaky all season long. Um, and, you know, I, I if we're talking about, you know, trying to get McElhinney in, in playoff form or getting him ready for the playoffs, I mean, come on, that that's just a silly conversation. So uh, fully expect Vasilevsky in it for this game. I, don't, I wouldn't be shocked if he if he pitches a shutout. Uh, I don't think I, I mean, they have a back to back. They have a game tomorrow and tomorrow uh, today and tomorrow, both 3 p.m. starts. So. I, I mean, I probably McElhinney gets a start tomorrow. I really hope that's not the case. I just want to get as many games out of Vasilevsky as possible, just keep him fresh. He doesn't have to practice. I mean, he hasn't really practiced all season long. Uh, he'll skate with the team every now and then in practice, but it, it won't be like a full uh, full speed practice in which he's taking shots after shots after shots. So uh, definitely tune in in tomorrow's show. Uh, I definitely want to do a recap tomorrow. I fully expect to do a recap tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. Once again, give us a follow on our social media platforms. LO underscore lightning on Twitter. Locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow at Danky Dank. Yes, uh, I changed my uh, Twitter handle. Uh, it's Danky Dank. That's D-E-N-K. D-E, no, that's D-E-N-K-D-8-N-K. Uh, so that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.